Friends, on this evening, uh, every year, one of the focuses of this liturgy, of course, is the washing of the feet, reenacting symbolically what Jesus did uh, for the apostles at the Last Supper. You may know that um, we're not going to uh, do that this year for COVID reasons, but that shouldn't stop us from reflecting on the significance of what Jesus did at the Last Supper and what it means for us living the Christian life. So I want to focus this entire homily on feet. And we all love to talk about our feet, don't we? I saw a poll that said something like 47% of people are embarrassed to their feet, and I'm definitely one of them. In fact, I had a I had somebody saw my feet once and said, you, you trying to get a pedicure would be a totally futile exercise. <laughs> but there is nothing anyone could do to redeem uh, your feet. So I, I tried. Um, and so actually, I want to do something strange I've never done in my preaching career, which is to do an acronym um, using the four, word, the four letters of feet. Um, to talk about four things I think Jesus teaches us at the Last Supper uh, with this action. For the F, I want to focus on forgiveness. Because I don't know if it strikes you every year, but it strikes me that Jesus washes all their feet, including Judas. Including Judas. And we know that Jesus seems to know, whether it's some divine intuition or just his own instinct, he, he knows who's going to betray him, right? In all the Matthew, Mark, and Luke's accounts of the Last Supper, he says something like, whoever dips right this morsel into the dish with me will betray me. He knows what Judas is about to do. He also knows, which he reveals by the end of the dinner, what Peter's going to do that night. And he washes their feet anyway. In other words, I'll tell you what I would have done. I would have said, Peter, you and Judas over there, and I'll wash the other ten. In other words, the first thing Jesus shows is that he washes the, defeat, the feet of precisely those who are undeserving of it. He washes the feet of those who are undeserving and that's the nature of forgiveness. The nature of forgiveness is that I choose to let go of the resentment that I have a right to because of someone that hurt me. In other words, I let go of the resentment of someone who's undeserving. I choose to wash their feet. That's what forgiveness is. And Jesus teaches us at the Last Supper what that looks like. By bending low before the two, two of the men who, in the course of that evening, one of whom will betray him and one of whom will not even acknowledge that he knows him. So Jesus teaches us the power of forgiveness in the washing of the feet. First, e, I'd like to talk about empathy. The washing of the feet teaches us empathy. Empathy is the ability to continue with the the foot metaphor, empathy is the ability to try to put yourself in someone else's shoes. 
And again, to continue the feet metaphor, it's to try and understand the other, literally to stand under them, as if you're under their feet. Jesus wants to bend low in order to empathize with the disciples, in order to understand where they're coming from, where their hearts are. And so the washing of the feet is a reminder to us that to love like Jesus is to try and empathize. Right? It's to try to seek to put ourselves in another's shoes. To seek to understand them, to stand under them. Trying to see what they're all about. Trying to understand where they're coming from. Because I don't know about you, but so much, I think, of our hastiness and, and quickness to judge is an inability to empathize. It's an inability to try and see life from their perspective. That doesn't mean we'll always agree. Right? It doesn't mean that I'll, I'll ever be able to totally understand where you're coming from if I haven't had your experiences. But I'll tell you, my heart is often softened when I get to know someone's story, if I've been tempted to too quickly judge them. So Jesus, in the foot washing, teaches us to empathize. The second E, I'm thinking of the word entitlement. That what Jesus does at the Last Supper is a rejection of spiritual entitlement. Right? What Jesus is saying is, listen, even I can bend low to wash feet. I'm not above that. I'm not above that. And there's a real temptation for us in any area of life, right? When we've experienced a degree of success or an advancement, it's to look down on those below us. This is true also spiritually, right? If we get to a certain level of maturity, of, of faith, we start to look down and to feel like we deserve to be treated differently, to get special treatment. Jesus says at the Last Supper, no, 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 even I, even I am not entitled. So Jesus rejects the spiritual entitlement that says, I deserve this from God. I deserve this recognition from other people. I deserve special treatment. And so Jesus' washing of the feet represents a rejection of spiritual entitlement. And finally, the T. I was just thinking of the word teacher. And because at the end of that reading that we just heard, Jesus says, he says, Listen, you call me master and teacher. Well, I've just shown you what to do. Now you go and do likewise. This was a teaching moment for them. This was a teaching moment in which they learned what it means to serve generously and to pour their hearts out in humility. Because I think Jesus knew the temptations the apostles would have right after his ascension. He knew, right? He knew that they might feel kind of better than other people. 
Like he, he probably imagined they would think to themselves, you know, we got to spend like intimate time with Jesus for three years. We're better than you. And Jesus is saying, no, no, no. Every time you're tempted to that, you remember what I did for you at the Last Supper. You remember how I bent low in humility to serve you. That was a teaching moment for you to realize that that is how you are called to live your lives from now on. I might just connect the other central mystery of the night, which is the Eucharist, with those four letters. That in the Eucharist, God shows us all four. God shows us that he's willing to put himself out there to precisely undeserving people. Right? That he comes in the Eucharist knowing that there are going to be people that take him for granted in the Eucharist. Probably us sometimes. Right? Imagine when I give a gift, right? Which I don't do very often because I'm not, it's not my love language. Right? And that's kind of my excuse to never give gifts. I, f I find the love language are convenient for that reason. Uh, but when I do give a gift, if I, if I know the other person's not going to be excited about it, I'm kind of stingy with the gift. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to put a lot of effort into this gift because you're never going to appreciate it. God never does that. God continuously gives knowing that we at times are not appreciative. And we don't, and we do take it for granted. But he keeps giving to undeserving hearts. And he's empathetic. The entire story of Christianity is empathy. The entire story is that God chose not to know us just from afar, but God chose to take on human flesh precisely to know us from the inside. That he would literally walk our paths. That he would live in our shoes. That he would seek to understand us, to stand under the same earth with us. It's the message of Christianity. God did not choose to know us from afar, but he chose to share our human nature. And in the Eucharist, he even desires to live within us, to really know us from the inside, to dwell within us. The Eucharist, God's empathetic. The Eucharist teaches us God's not entitled. Jesus could have said that one gift on the cross, that was enough. That was enough. But instead he chose to extend the gift of the cross and make it available and accessible to us through food through nourishment for the history of the church. So God keeps giving. He keeps giving. He never feels entitled. He never feels like he's taking us for granted. He just keeps giving generously. He's not entitled. And the Eucharist, every single week, every single day, is a teaching moment for us. That God is willing to go this far to be with us. That God is willing to present himself in what appear to be really mundane and ordinary things to give himself to us in extraordinary ways. He's willing to bend low, this low, 
to appear as a little piece of bread and a little bit of wine in order to be with us and to dwell within us. He's constantly teaching us through the gift of Eucharist. So friends, um, this year I feel like we've heard a lot about feet. Every sign we see says feet six feet apart. And though we're not able to participate in the washing of the feet this year, I think we still should be struck and learn from uh, the incredible example that we hear about at the Last Supper. It is a call for all of us to follow Jesus' model, to be able to forgive those who hurt us who are undeserving. It should give us the power to seek to empathize with other people and put ourselves as best as we can in their situation. It's a call to not feel spiritually entitled like we deserve special treatment. And it's a call to learn from Jesus' teaching moment that what he did for the apostles of the Last Supper were called to do for others. And so, I know we don't like to talk about feet, but tonight it is the focus of this liturgy. Let's learn from what Jesus did so that we can do for others what he first does for us.